Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, uh, same show as last week, Fear, Moon Knight, Picard. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And I'll uh, let my co-host in so I'm not talking to myself. Hello. Good evening. I'm your, I'm your ever faithful co-host, Karen. How are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Haven't heard from Jamie yes, this afternoon, too. but she should be along, right? We, I mean, she'll be here in a minute, I would I assume so. We have no reason to believe she's not coming. Um, for the short show, short podcast, and getting shorter, huh? Yeah. Um, next week is the finale of Card, but uh, that's on Wednesday. Oh, that's. Wait, tomorrow should be the finale. Tomorrow's of tomorrow's Picard. tomorrow's the finale of Picard, but then the following and week is the start start of Strange New Worlds. Right. So they're not both on the same we'll night. Picard. They're not both this week. We lose Picard. Uh, uh, I don't know what I don't know what today is. I don't know what Basically. it is. We okay, lose so Picard, yeah, but we, yeah, get, Picard, we lose one Star Trek, but gain another. Yeah, Picard is tomorrow. Strange New World is Thursday. So we actually have both shows next week. Ooh, how exciting. So we're actually gonna add we're um, actually gonna add a show and then lose Picard the following week. Okay. And and, because, and tomorrow's the finale of Moon Knight also. Right. Um so we'll be down to only two shows for a little while, I think. But you know, summer's coming, so it gets to be the slow season, I guess. Yeah. Um and then, and, and then you're I running guess, away, and then you're running away and never coming back. Right. <laughs> yeah, then I'm running away on vacation for a few weeks. Um, and there is some new stuff coming out that um, I, I think some of us are watching, even if we're not covering it. Like we don't, I don't, we don't cover the wilds on this show, right? But that's coming. Um, we probably could, and, because we all <laughs> season one we all kind of watched separately, but since we're all watching it now, we probably could cover it. We probably could cover it. And um, Jamie uh, asked me to cover a um, press tour on Friday for this new show called Tom Swift, um, which is a spinoff. It's on the CW, and it's a spinoff from Nancy Drew, but it's a Mm. um, sci-fi show. Tom Swift is a billionaire. Uh, like he's a he's a young genius billionaire, um, but it's, Hello. it's sci-fi. Hi. Um, Hello, Jamie. Not, Hi. How, how are you, Jamie? I am I was good. Just talking, are you good. I was just telling AJ a little bit about that new show, Tom Swift, um, but that I don't really I know it has sci-fi elements to it, but I'm not really sure I understand what they are right now. Um, okay. Did you get to watch it? Like, 
No, I didn't watch it yet. I don't have a screener yet for it. I got to email those guys. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I got to try again. I haven't heard that. Um, um, yeah, but it's I'm about a young. Elements are exactly, but it's a spinoff, I guess, from um, Nancy Drew, I guess, apparently. It is. I didn't except, know. Except it's a spinoff from Nancy Drew, except it's sci-fi in some way. Uh, and I'm assuming what the sci-fi element is is whatever this billionaire guy is inventing in his lab or whatever is science fiction-y. I'll know more about it after I watch it, but it's supposed to be sci-fi. It's not just a – it's not just he, – he's not just – I mean, Nancy Drew, I assume, is not a sci-fi show, right? Um, no, but it is. <laughs> yeah, but it is. So we'll know more about that. But um, it's on it's on CW, and it's like CW is like becoming like the diversity network. Like all their shows are so um, uh, their casts and their shows are so diverse, are diverse? and you know, they've got. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, they've got the all. I mean, Chinese, Kung Fu is like an all Chinese American cast, right? Chinese or Chinese American, yeah. and and Tom Swift is um, he is um, he's black. There's a bunch of like black characters on the show, and he's gay, um, but he's a billionaire. So um, pretty, you know. I, I was just thinking today how like CW has like yeah, a lot of are. like diverse casts on their shows. Yeah, which is good. And diverse I mean, we, we, we always make fun of CW for being all pretty people, but at least they're diverse oh. pretty people. Right? Oh, I'm sure they're all very attractive. They're diverse pretty people. They're diverse pretty people, at least. They're very diverse pretty people. I've been had so much stuff, I haven't had a chance to watch it. I did want to check it out. But, yeah, I, I set up to do it, and then I'm like, I realized my tickets were for Friday, and I'm like, oh, crap, that's not going to work. So, yeah. Oh, you're going to Dr. Strange on but, Friday, right? Yes, Me yes. too. I had already bought the ticket, so. Are you? Oh, I should go. I was going to go Thursday, but the only 3D one they had was like a little dinky theater, and it's like I'm bad enough I'm going probably when there's a full theater, but in a small room is even they, worse. They're so. still making – they're still doing 3D? I didn't. I thought that was a, yeah. I thought that was a flash in the pan and they were done with it. <laughs> no, no, no. They, I, I like the 3D, and the first Doctor Strange movie was so great with 3D. I think it added to it. it was. So I wanted to see it. No, I, I agree. I just didn't even know that was still a thing. No, I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not a 3D fan myself. Um, I am, but depends what it's for. I'll have to put it on my schedule to go see it. But yes, I don't want to wait. They're already you'll be spoiled if you're not careful already. So <laughs> people have seen uh, really, it, so. See, I don't know if well, I can be apparently... spoiled because the multi. <clears throat> go ahead, Jay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just clearing my throat. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I was going to say, I don't know if I can be spoiled because I already find the multiverse almost incomprehensible. And so I'm not sure I can be spoiled on something I'm not going to understand. Yeah. Um, well, well, it's actually funny because... Don't try. <laughs> There's a lot of... People... Well, the advanced screenings... People were already trying to spoil it from the advanced screenings. And the official oh, yeah. um, multi... And the it's official Twitter page for Multiverse of Madness, Disney shut it down because people were trying to post spoilers to the official page. So they were like, oh, yep, yeah. nope, we're just shutting the whole page. They're like, we're shutting the page down. We're not going to let you people, idiots, do this shit. So. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. So yeah. People are just huh. like, I, I mean, I'm not. Oh, this is Eiffel, I've heard. And now they're ruined for you. But for the most 
part I'd like to enjoy it on my own. But I'm not like, a, you know, dying yeah. upset if I find something that I'm not going to yeah. look for. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that we'll talk about that, of course, next week. Uh, then, if we've mm-hmm. all seen it, or maybe we'll decide to wait a week. I don't know. We'll wait. Um, but I did want to, before we went too far, I did want to talk at least a tiny bit about what, the wild. Did you see it yet at all, Karen? Or no? No. Daisy and I were just saying we haven't watched any of it yet. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe we would Sorry, cover it. Probably, maybe we would cover I it on the show. Did, I watch it. it. Yeah, I was gonna say it, it doesn't premiere it so... yet, right? No, it premieres Friday. Yeah, it comes out Friday. Okay, I know. Friday. Okay. We're allowed to. Oh, it's I mean, this Friday. Spoil oh, I it, it obviously, this this Friday. Yeah, but we're allowed to talk about it now, obviously, because I already posted my review. If anybody wants to see it, um, I, you know, I, I have mixed feelings about it. This is what I'm going to say. I still really like it, and I think it's a really good show, and I think the acting and the writing's good, and it's really like this one especially. I think is emotional. But one of the things I really liked about the first season, and you guys know how I am, is I like like the crazy mystery element, trying to figure things out. And this season well, yeah. doesn't have quite a much of that, which I think to me is kind of a, a negative, but it doesn't make the show not good. It's just that's what I'm generally after. Um, I don't, the, the other main concern is that they had 10 episodes last season. They've cut it down to eight, and plus they've introduced all these new characters. So there is kind of a lot of characters for the amount of time they have, and I, I, I mean, I, I understand why they added the boys. I like that they did because it adds a unique perspective, but I don't like it in the sense that it cuts down on some of the girls' time that I would have liked to have had more with. But, um, but you know, I mean, overall, I think it was pretty good, and I don't really want to spoil anything, but people can read my review, too, a little bit more. But those are kind of my, my main thoughts. More episodes would have been better, <laughs> of course. And um, I, I do hope there's a season three. But uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah the whole yeah, thing we'll drops right at once, so we'll have to maybe yeah. think about. Yeah, oh, is the whole thing is the, the whole thing drops yeah. at once? See, I can never. Mm-hmm. Prime doesn't make that. sense. Sometimes they drop. Some shows they drop it yeah, all at once. Other shows they do weekly. I don't understand where their decision is. I don't is. either, but I asked because somebody was asking me, so I actually asked the publicist. So. I know. They, they dropped the wild ball at once and then, like, out of range, which is increasingly terrible did, every yeah. week. It's stretched out week by week. And it, that show, to me, is so worse and worse every week. Um, I care less and less about the people on that show every week. Um, I don't really know why I'm still watching it, uh, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't seen the end of it yet, so I can't comment on that. Well, I haven't either. Um, They're not at the end yet. No, no. The other show, oh, that's true. It's not out yet. Uh, the other show that uh, came out was Undone Season 2, because um, I covered that as well. I wasn't sure if I'd like that or not. I really do. It's like sci-fi. It's definitely sci-fi, but it's like you don't know for sure. It could be one thing or the other. It's kind of one of those ones like you got to just, you know, make a decision of how you feel. But I, I think it's pretty cool, and I like the rotoscoping aspect. I thought that was pretty neat, so... But, uh, yeah, it keeps coming up in my queue, else. and I just haven't, like, I don't know. I haven't had it no, in there yet. No, fair enough. But, um, but anyway, it's good. And Shining Girls came out, which I also covered. I think, uh, I, I don't know, I think you'd probably both like it, but I think, Karen, I think you'd like it. It's um, it's like a thriller. I think I mentioned it before to you guys, but it wasn't out when I mentioned it. So <laughs> That's Apple. Yeah. 
Uh, I um this week I decided to give um the man in the high castle another shot. Um, oh, cool. I have I watched like you know, most of I think I've watched season one or most of season one, and then I never got around to watching the rest of it, and so I've just started watching the man in the high castle again. Um, that's another one that like really I mean it's really good, but like. That's another one where I was, I'm like, wait, is there, like, this is still K. Dick. Is there going to be, a, like, some sort of futuristic element here, right? Um, because, you know, it, 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 I don't know if you guys have watched uh, The Man in the High Castle on Amazon Prime. It's, it's based on a Phil K. Dick novel. I have novel. watched. And, and it's, set, it's set in 1962, and it, it's an alternate um, history of the United States where Japan and Germany won the war, and the U.S. is divided between like the East is Nazi and the West is Japanese. Um, and, I'm, and I'm waiting for some Philip K. Dickness to get into it. But it's pretty good. So anyway, that's where we all are with our non-podcast shows. Should we jump yes. in? Yeah. Enjoy. Right. Enjoy. You, must, you must not have hated fear very much this week. You guys weren't complaining about it. Oh, it's less. It was less hate. I mean, it wasn't good, but it was less horrible for sure. <laughs> Wait, I just wanted to mention one thing. Sorry, I forgot. Oh, I yeah. to mention Go ahead. It and then I started talking to you guys, and I forgot. I haven't even. I can't even look at it because I'm talking to you guys because I didn't unmute it, so I haven't seen it. But um, I'm putting up the Wilds interviews, and um, I put up the one with uh, with two of the guys, uh, Zach and Aiden, and um, they were talking about how when I had asked them about finding out like what's going on and how early they knew and kind of theories and stuff. And they were talking about freaking out when they found out things. And he, uh, if people follow my feed, he, t- he tweeted me the, the video, I guess. So if people look, they can see Zach tweeted it. I haven't gotten to actually listen to it yet, but video tweeted, I guess the video of them, of them in the woods finding out, I guess, when they found out the, the last episode or something. I don't know exactly because I haven't listened to it, but he tweeted it because he had mentioned it in the video. So um, anyway, that's on my feed. If people want to want to check it out. All okay. right, well, let's, I guess, talk about fear then. Now, I, I talked to Alicia, um, and that, that is up. I mean, I talked to the cast, too, but I talked to her about directing it. Um, unfortunately, because they didn't Wait, Alicia ask. Debman Carey, oh, right, Alicia, yes. Alicia Debman Carey uh, uh, um, also played directed Alicia, this episode. Yeah. yeah. She directed um, this episode. Yeah, because I couldn't get permission ahead of time. We can't play in the audio, but. Um, the, the interviews up, uh, and and it was I think it was a really good interview because we we talked all about directing. I asked her about directing the scene in the cage, which I thought was was kind of an interesting thing to have to to have to direct. And I also asked her about about the Spanish aspect, like you had asked me. I asked her that. So no, she doesn't speak Spanish. Would be the answer to that. But uh, oh, so I don't know. I mean, sorry, go ahead. Well, yes. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if AJ even listens when we talk about the show, but. Like I'd say, fifty percent of this episode is in Spanish, easily, right? At least fifty percent of the episode yeah. is is yeah. Daniel and Luciana talking in Spanish, and then some other people speak a little Spanish also. Mhm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she does. So she and yeah. So you asked her about that. So uh, to direct. Yeah. So that I mean, makes it more difficult. But you can. Everybody can read it. But yeah. yeah. Okay. I would definitely think that would make it harder. I mean, I, I directed a one-act play in college, and it was hard. It was only a freaking one-act. I couldn't imagine doing it if I had to figure out what half the script said. Um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, 
Of course, but you I, haven't I don't know. Been, I mean, you haven't been directed in a hundred episodes of television like she has. <laughs> that's true too. That is that is very true yeah. too. Um, I guess she yeah. shot the um, what's his name? Strat Strata, Strata, the what guy with the weird name that I can never say. Strata, whatever. I forget. I'm not trying. I don't want to butcher his name, so I just won't say it. Mike Michael Strata. I want to say Stradivarius. That's a that's a violin. That's not his name. But um, but anyway, uh, she had uh, I guess shadowed him uh, too. Mm. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. I mean, I think I don't. There was I I didn't I didn't dislike this episode as much. I thought it was an okay episode. I mean, I would have maybe liked more characters because it was just a couple. But I think it was good, and I like seeing the stuff with Daniel. I thought I thought like it was really sad though too. Just kind of what they're they're doing to him and even what what Luciana does to him is like pretty horrible like I get why but I don't know it's still pretty horrible yeah I mean you and I texted a little bit about this it is pretty horrible like Luciana spends the whole episode like and not just like Luciana is criminally underused in this show and yeah. as has Daniel been for the last several seasons also but but they have they have for a little while now you know, made it played that, you know, as Daniel's dementia gets worse, that Luciana is the person who like is taking care of him. She's really like mm-hmm. um, become close to him and looking after him. And like that part was pretty well done in this episode, but then in the end for her to turn around and be like, okay, uh, you know, to turn around and lie to him. And after she spent a whole episode being like, oh no, Ophelia's dead. Ophelia's dead. Remember Ophelia's dead. And then she's like, oh yeah, Ophelia's alive. And Strand has her. And I think it. I think it's a little. Here's here's where the weak writing in the show is that like, seriously, like I kind of like, I kind of like the part where they're like Daniel knows Strand better than Strand knows himself, and Daniel really knows how to get inside Strand's mind, and like I like that part. But then it's really weak to be like, okay, the only person who can figure out how to beat Strand is Daniel, but he has dementia, so let's lie to, like, like. I thought that was weak that they're pinning their entire plan like. Yeah, worse than any Morgan or Rick plan could ever be. That they're gonna like pin yeah. their hopes on Daniel, who's I mean, never been in the tower. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends what the dementia is. Here, here's my problem with it. I understand you have something to focus on, but if somebody has dementia, having that to focus on could not make his dementia disappear in real life. Period. I mean, just because he had his daughter to look forward to, like that doesn't make it go away. Um, so I have a problem with that. I almost kind of wondered, well, and think, I'm guessing not, think... just because the writing isn't that deep, but I almost kind of wondered if, if maybe part of it was more psychosis and that he is more losing it, you know, more so than, than like dementia or Alzheimer's or something. But I think it's supposed to be like an Alzheimer's type dementia. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know much about it. Um, my my elderly people in my family, my uncle did have some dementia, but not, you know, they're all different. I think there are some types of, I mean, he doesn't have hallucinations, Daniel, but he thinks she's alive. And I guess they're saying, he was saying when she's alive, I'm more focused. Like when he was trying to save Felicia, Felicia, Ophelia, he was able to focus and like have a plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be like, Ophelia's in the tower, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a bad plan, right? Like, let yeah. it, it's right it's up there with like well. let's it's right up there with like let's follow the zombie governor and see if he takes us to Padre. Yeah, 
right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's almost as so bad a plan that they're going to be like. Problem, but we won't go back into that. Let's, no, yeah, I and agree also, with you. And, like, Daniel's not, so Daniel knows Strand, very, he knows how he thinks, right? And he has been able to outthink Strand in the past. But but that yeah. doesn't make Daniel a field general or a guy who, like, plans, like, a, can plan an assault on the tower kind of thing or whatever. Like, right. And I, I would say Morgan has gotten in his head before, too. Maybe not to the extent of Daniel, but that whole uh, episode whenever he had a chance to kill Strand and he didn't and he tried to at the beginning and that. Like, I, I, I think they could probably maybe do it without Daniel, but I like at least that they're using him, you know, because like you said, he is very underutilized. And, and I, I, I kind of like the idea, but it, it doesn't 100% make sense, I guess, is the problem. Um, and, and obviously, it, it's probably not going to go well, I'm guessing, and I have no idea because I haven't seen any further. But, um, yeah, hinging your whole plan on somebody who has dementia is probably not the smartest decision. And he's obviously very dangerous. I mean, he almost gets him killed. He tortures although not that we really cared that Arno died <laughs> because Arno was annoying, but I mean, he was a bad guy. He was supposed to want him dead, but um, you know, that other kid he killed, he didn't have to. Um, I, I don't quite, and this is why too, I, I had asked them about, cause I talked to the three of them that's up there too. I'd asked them sort of about their motivations because it confuses me even more at the end that Wes, after he like, just because he disagrees with what Luciana is doing, that he's like, well, I'm going to go and switch sides then. That kind of confuses me anymore. And and I his his response was, which I kind of understand, is that at least Strand he knows what he's gonna do and he's like a straight shooter, but he's still like yeah. evil. So I mean not evil evil, but you know, we talk about levels of evil. I still don't know that I I quite understand West flip flopping sides because of it, but I don't know. Well I especially I'm don't maybe, maybe there's a plan. I especially don't understand West doing that after West like I mean, he gives he gives Lucy, Lucy, like a, a um, a little lecture, and he says like people suck, like you know he mm-hmm. he really he he doesn't want to be, he can't follow her if she's going to treat Daniel like that because he's it's like it's against his moral like mor- he feels it's morally so wrong, right? So and instead so, he's going to go with Strand, who's even more morally wrong, like that. Well, and and <laughs> I mean not just go with Strand, but he's not like just can I come in? He he basically is going to cut a deal. Like, like it sounds like he's gonna yeah, he's exactly. gonna betray. He's going to betray his group, right? Like that part seemed I'm out of character for a guy who. Again, sometimes I think we hope the script is deeper than it is, but it would be nice if it was all like a plan. I don't think it is, but it would be nice if it was. Um, yeah. Because I mean, he not. killed his brother to save Alicia. Like he he put his friends before his own brother. I, I don't know. It just it seems a little strange. Okay, but um, his, his brother was a was a like kind of a part of a doomsday cult that wanted to blow up the world, right? Right, right. But I'm just saying, he obviously trusts these people, has given them his trust. It just seems strange to me that he would just all of a sudden do that. But I yeah. guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah. I, I'm so I, curious when Madison comes in. And it, it's my understanding it's in the seventh season, but you're right, what we discussed before, it's probably going to be the finale. But, uh, yeah. you know, eventually I mean, I, coming. I had some... I had some I mean, the other parts of the episode, like Arno, I mean, Arno has been so annoying for so long, and I was glad when he died, but Arno did well, really get hand bit off, apparently. He didn't die, so. No, Arno's totally dead. He got totally eaten by zombies. No, he is now. I mean, and, and we thought he died when Alicia, we had discussed that, oh, remember, yeah. we thought he died with the, yeah. and he obviously got yeah. bit, didn't die. 
Um, yeah. But he, yeah. Um, yeah, he's but, definitely you know, dead now. <laughs> he is. But, I mean, he's been such an annoying character because he's like, I'm mad at Alicia for whatever reason, right? Um, and I get being mad at Alicia, but you, I mean, he's mad at Alicia for making him follow a zombie around. The government zombie. But, they call, yeah. But he, he followed her. Like, nobody held a gun to your head and made you follow Alicia's right. zombie around, and also you're part of a doomsday cult, right? That's what um, I mean. He was already part of the cult. Yeah. And I, I but, mean, do you think that them trusting these this peop these people? I mean, I guess they were the ones Alicia trusted before. But do, I, I don't know. Do you think it's it's a yeah. good idea? No, no. It's the dumbest idea ever. Uh, now I do I did feel like Arno got a little bit better in this episode right before they killed him. Like Arno did make some sense. Okay, like having the whole cage and lowering West down is is a bad thing to do, but. He did make, kind of make sense as a guy who's just, like, he's stuck being the leader. Like, Arno probably – like, Teddy was the leader, and then Teddy's big plan was to make Alicia the leader, and, and Arno, like, he sort of fell upwards to be the leader, right? And, yeah. I mean, he did – he's just trying to keep his people alive. He made – he did start to make some sense, so, of course, then it was time for him to be killed, right? Yeah. Um, but, no, I think it's a terrible idea to trust them. And, it like, that was maybe the dumbest part of the episode where Luciana's like – Okay, so um, we just killed Arno, your leader, and we killed this other guy for basically no reason. And oh, by the way, we tried to kill you all like a long time ago when you were in the cult. Uh, but why don't you come and join oh, us and maybe, follow us? And they're well, and they're all they're like, already, okay, they're sure. Maybe they're easy to maybe they're easy to, to sway. To sway. <laughs> no, then yeah. this one this one like red shirt yeah. lady goes. She goes. It's like it's yeah, what Teddy okay. would have. She goes. It's what Teddy would have wanted. What that part what had a problem with. Like, okay, Teddy was against all of them. Why would he want that? Teddy that would have wanted sense. you to join Morgan? What? That, yeah. Like, yeah. No, I don't think like, so. Why they're all like, okay, like, and it's only Luciana and Daniel and Wes. Like, they're, like, okay, if, like, if they walked in and killed Rick, like, all of Rick's people would have massacred them, right? Or if they walked into the Saviors, like, and tried to kill Negan, or if they walked into Woodbury or anywhere, right? But Luciana comes in like, okay, we just killed your boss. Why don't you come and live in our sub with us, and we'll go take over this tower, and everybody can be, like, uh, yeah, I think it's a terrible idea to trust them. I, I don't think it's a terrible. I don't think anything will happen. I don't think the writing is good enough that no, it's going to pay off into anything. But it it's dumb, right? Like, like what? They're all like, okay, yeah, we'll just go with you. You just killed. I mean, they're leader. all Strand's enemy, and they're kind of the enemy of my enemy. But she did kill their leader, or he killed their leader, rather. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess if you could reason with the people, you could say, look, we didn't kill Arno. He did, and he's nuts. Like, it wasn't, a per se, like an addictive thing from Luciana being done. But I still don't know that people normally would just be like, oh, yeah, I'll follow you. You know, why not? And then <laughs> this they, is a good and idea. And then, yep, then they all show up at the sub, and, and Morgan's like, guess what? Dwight's like, we got all the guns. And Lucy's like, good, I got all Teddy's people. And they're like, okay, here's some guns, right? Like, wh nobody even says, like, yeah. what the hell, we Luciana? You brought, like, Teddy's people <laughs> are the reason why Grace's baby died, right? Uh, I mean, well, Riley is, the at least. why they're in the sub in the first place, because oh uh, Yeah, all, yeah, they, you know, the news. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, the other thing is, is I, I, before they had no food, and I mean, granted, I know they got the food because they found it in the floor of the sub, but there's an awful lot of people. I mean, there was already an awful lot of people eating that food, and now they got even more people eating that food. So I, I, I think know. they would have started. There's also that. Um, and, what, and why they think, 
why do people think there's food in the tower? Like the tower maybe has a little garden on the roof, but it's not like the yeah. tower is surrounded by farmland, right? I mean, what? This is true, yeah. That, that's the dumbest I, part of the entire season is that people are trying to take this tower away from Strand. Um, and not just – if you live in a nuclear wasteland, just leave. Like they could easily – apparently they're all gasoline and horses, which are unaffected by nuclear bombs apparently. Just go – just ride away from Texas. <laughs> Yeah, they're only affected by the nuke when it matters, when they need it to be. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the biggest problems I'm having right now, well, not one of the biggest problems, but one of the problems I'm having, just thinking about it, talking about it, and we say how, like, you know, Luciana and Daniel are underutilized, and I'm thinking about all the other people. This thing has such a freaking big cast. There are too many people. That's why even though now they're not, like, necessarily filming separate on purpose, there's so many people they can't show everybody. Like, okay, they, they took Al off for now. But what about um, – I always want to call her Mo because that's her real name. That's not her name on the show. Um, oh, yeah, the, you truck, know who I mean. the trucker. Yeah, the trucker. Her name. Uh, Wendell um, and uh, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Well, yeah her, Sarah and Wendell. Yeah, we have Sarah and Wendell. We have um, – we have Luciana. We have, I mean, there's just there's so many people. Like, we can never – I keep forgetting who everybody – not forget who they are, but forget about them because it's so long in between um, seeing them. Oh, and that reminds me. I meant to tell you something else. I'm wondering – and I'm – now, don't anybody take my word for it because I have no idea. All I know is that she's on it. But I saw uh, Alicia Post. She's in some new show. I'm wondering if she's leaving. Well, I don't know. Just I wonder so why she at least waits till, till Madison right? comes back. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying, because I um, saw she posted, I forget what I'm yeah. looking it up, St. X. I don't, I mean, it, it could it could film opposite this. I mean, I have no idea. But yeah. generally, when you see somebody like is the lead in a new show, it's kind of a little surprising when they're already the lead in another show. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, she was on, she was on the 100 at the same time she was on this show. Oh, was she? Okay. See, I didn't watch that. They overlapped. They overlapped. For, um, yeah. Well, I mean, she kind of recurred. She wasn't like a lead. She only did like twenty episodes of the hundred, but she was. She was. Yeah. I mean, she was a well, major character. Well, she's not but been she was, on Fear that much lately either. I mean, maybe I know, she could have made why. like ten movies. Yeah. I, mean, I, um, I have to. I, I do have to say about this episode. Like, I I like Luciana and Daniel together. I, I forget the name of the actress who yeah. plays Luciana. What's her name? Um. Danae. I may just interview I don't her. know if I'm saying it right, but Danae Garcia. Danae Garcia. Um, and Ruben Blade, like, they, they do, they, they, I mean, I they do good work as their characters, uh, and, and they're, they're great together. Like, I, I like, I like those two characters together. I like the bond they've formed. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the bit, I kind of like the part where Daniel's like, you're not part of our family. Like, okay, he's my daughter, you're not. But then when he's more loose, yeah, that was like, kind of harsh. Daughter. It was, but when yeah. he was, you know, when he was more lucid, he's like, "Oh, you're you're a daughter to me," and like I liked all yeah. of that. I, I, yeah, I'm no, not I opposed can't. to the idea of exploring, like, as someone is aging in the apocalypse, and are they going to start to have dementia? And how do you protect that person, and how do they put you at risk? To me, is more interesting yeah, than like, like having like, a baby. I mean, I mean, it's not the same thing as having a baby, but you know what I mean. It, it poses risk. Yeah, yeah, or not. Yeah, always best. I mean, um, and yeah, he definitely not, put them in danger. Yeah, uh, he's putting them in danger, and you know, he has this skill set that's very dangerous. Like, what if he? 
what if he thinks he's back in the, you know, as a torturer in Nicaragua or El Salvador, you know, when he was part of, uh, or El yeah. Salvador, wherever he's from. Um, but, I, I, yeah. you know, I, I, and, you know, I was reading, you know, I like to read Eric Kane, and he made, he mentioned in his review this week, like, they kind of, like, didn't do much with the fact. Remember that Luciana, she was, like, the badass of her town in Mexico, but they were, like, a weirdo religious group with this leader that said, like, he could cure zombies or whatever, oh, remember? Yeah, because he said he got bit, but he, it wasn't by the And came back or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And, like, yeah. like he was like, oh, that remember that? They even explored that. There's too like, many oh, yeah, cults I forgot about that. <laughs> I know. Well, even because like, there's also an act- the lady that, like, didn't want to kill the zombies, too. There was her. She was in, a like, sort of a cult where Daniel, yeah. you know, torched the place. Well, um, every leader yeah. is, like, a cult of personality. Like, Negan certainly had a cult of personality yeah. around him. Strand. You know, yeah. Um, you know, I, I was going to say, I think um, Colby, Wes, I think was good in this too. He's also one that we never see, that like disappears for a while. Like there, there's yeah. too many people. It's not that they're not good, it's just they don't use them. Um, well, I, and I did feel for most of this episode that he was just along for the ride and he didn't really have much of a role yeah. in this episode until at the end it turns out that he's the betrayer because everybody just keeps like, go, everybody keeps betraying the group and going knocking on the door and being like, let me in, let me in, let me in to the right, into the uh, tower. I also don't understand, like, how could the tower, like, it's Texas. Like, if if where Strand lives is totally uncontaminated, like, just ride another 100 miles to the next tower and open your own house there, right? Like, it's freaking Texas. Like, I, like yeah. why is this the, it's like they live on the island of Oahu and only one building is standing or something, right? And they have no place. Like, something like, like that. But yet they run into everybody, yeah. you know, the next day, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it has issues. We're not. I'm not denying that. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, overall, I don't think this was a bad episode as, as far as fear goes. I think it was one of the better yeah. episodes. Um, it was, and I, so. I think it was, you know, well directed um, for having, uh, you know, a new yeah, especially because she's never done it before. I think she's ever I mean, directed. I told you I liked that set where Arno's people lived and they had all those walkways set up. So they're like, they're like, yeah. they're living like almost like on stilts, right? And all the zombies are down below. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was yeah, well shot. Yeah, she talked about how they had to dig a hole for his real legs. I thought that was interesting. I, I like hearing the kind of special effects stuff. His real legs? What do you mean? Oh, oh, for, for Arno's real legs? They had to dig a hole eating. for his real legs. Yeah, and then he had his, she's like his blue legs, as she said. And then like his had his, zombie. you know bitten eggs on the top. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was a cool set, and I I could see that there that would create a lot of a lot of issues. Um, but yeah, I mean it, it wasn't horrible. We haven't. And AJ's right; he didn't hear us complain a lot about this episode because it was a little better. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see. I um yeah. I have not uh, seen further yet. I I forgot I could watch it on AMC Plus. I haven't even tried. I haven't had time. God, I haven't even thought about it. I haven't had any time to watch it. I, so I've I seen some comments online that it's not good, but we see those comments every week that it's not good. Um, there are five more episodes this season. Five more episodes left. Um, yeah. So we've got five more weeks of this, and then uh, and I'll be gone for the last two weeks, I guess. Um, and then I don't. And then I don't know when regular Walking Dead comes back. Maybe not till the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't remember if there's a date or not. I'd have to look it up. But yeah. And then, of course, 
the 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 spinoff. We don't know what the hell happened with that. Considering Melissa, uh, or Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McBride left, and Angela Kang left, I'm kind of wondering if it's still going to happen. And that's, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, that's I don't question. know if you saw that, AJ. The day after Melissa McBride quit, the showrunner Angela Kang, I, I wouldn't say she quit, but she left that show to do whatever to concentrate on other parts of the Walking Dead universe or something. I guess right. But is that show yeah, going to happen? I don't know. I, I mean, I, the thing is, out of all of them, I was looking forward to that one because I like the two of them. But it's like that without was the only Melissa, one. it's kind of like, mm, yeah, but now now it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I'm not really, I mean, I, I like Daryl. Don't get me wrong. I think Norman Reedus, Reedus is awesome. But I don't know that I want to watch a show about just Daryl. I like their their friendship. That was part of why I wanted to see it. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, um, and, and uh, Angela Kang is the only competent executive in the whole like yeah. It had started to get better. Right? She's going to, and, and she started and working there. It started to get better, and it's like, hmm, this is not good. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I um I was gonna ask you guys what because uh, we talked about you know the, the we talked about some of this last week and then like you know on Wednesday was when they announced that Carol and Daryl was just now the Daryl show. Um, oh, and you know what? You know when I first to England or Europe or wherever the show takes. I think well, that's and, and you know and that's the thing. Like my first my first question is why are they? I never knew. I mean, I, I wasn't paying attention to any of it, but when I found out, I was like, why are they doing it in England? Number one. And well, number we don't know two, Europe. They're doing it in Europe. They're doing it in Europe. Europe okay, there. somewhere in Europe. Europe. But regardless, yeah. how the hell does it get to Europe? First of all, okay. But what piss, what really pisses me off is, and I don't know if this is the fault of, um, you know, the, uh, the journalist reporting it or if. AMC, I mean, we know they're a bunch of idiots, um, <laughs> but yeah. the, the first thing the first thing I heard was that it was um, they decided to change the storyline and they let Melissa go, and then I find yeah, out and then you you know then then like then a couple of days later it says oh that was an incorrect report um, she doesn't want to relocate. And I was like, okay, that makes more sense than these idiots just went and said, oh, you know what? We've been doing saying this all along. Let's let's completely change everything. Yeah, that does make more sense. So so there's widespread speculation that it will be France. It'll be Daryl in Paris, Daryl in France. And the spec is that it's tied to, you know, because tied to the finale at the end of World Beyond, end of World Beyond, showed that the outbreak probably started in France and that these French scientists were like studying it and maybe were close to a cure. And a lot of people feel like Rick, like Daryl gets some information that Rick is in France as part of the whole, like there, like this is probably uh, only a setup. The Daryl show is probably only a setup for the movies that I don't believe will ever happen. There's still not a script. For okay, I was going to say, why um, would he go though? He's not a scientist, but I'm more concerned with how the hell you get over to France went in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. But, I know, yeah. well, I know, I know, Remember, I know. I know. Remember the uh, helicopter that took the, the helicopter that took Rick away? Yeah. They're going to come back for Daryl. Can they go that? Can a helicopter go that far? I, I didn't know. No, it, but I never no, thought. That. No, no, it cannot. No, it can't. I didn't think so. No, it can't. 
But based on, what, based on what we've seen of the CRM, that they have they have helicopters with unlimited fuel that can go everywhere. Like, couldn't they? Could yeah. they have a jet? Could they have a boat? You know, it's it's yeah. like two weeks. To, to, I mean, it's like a cruise ship can make it in a week, right? Uh, across the ocean. Yeah, they could go by boat. It just wouldn't be easy to go by boat. Um, or by yeah, sub I, or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know what I think part of the thing is about these shows is because, like, we'll watch it and we'll say, well, these ones were good, and then it's like, this one isn't good. And then, I think part of the reason why, at least in my opinion, that I keep watching it is that it has really good acting. It just needs better writing. Not always. Not always. Well, not always. But most of the acting most of the actors are pretty good on these shows. I mean, most of them. Not all of them, but most of them. But the writing leaves yeah. something to be designed. Well, the writing and the plotting and whatever. But anyway, yeah, that's the spec I've been reading, that Daryl goes to Frank. Like, Daryl goes to, like, Daryl, for some reason, like, Rick, that this is a giveaway that Rick's in Europe, that Rick, wherever he's gone with the CRM, and that they gave it away, you know, they gave away at the end of last year that, that People are still in, like, we don't really know when that, when that coda, right, when that person walks in and shoots the scientist, we don't really see who it is, and we don't know what the timing of that, but if it's current or whatever, like, so that is a giveaway. And that, you know, like, I'm wondering, does that make this show just a lead into the movie? And losing Melissa McBride and Angela Kang makes me think, why am I, I'm not going to waste my, I like, I like Reedus, but I'll watch his next movie and not maybe this show. Yeah, I don't know. Well, were you gonna waste your were you gonna waste your time with the show in the first place? <laughs> well, I mean, depending on what it was, like, like you could see AJ as a, as a fan of the show in years past, a spinoff of Carol and Daryl being on the road could like they're two of the they're the two OG characters that are left, and they're they're, they're two characters that haven't been ruined that badly compared to some other characters, right? Um, yeah. I, I guess I guess. Was I going to watch it? I don't know. Is there always a part of me that wishes it could get back its, it's season two goodness? It's, it's, you know, or season three of fear, like some, like there was good, but no, because like all the people who were part of that are gone, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I think they, I think they really, I well, mean, I think we'll find out what happens as time moves on. I mean, who I knows? Take maybe, a hit I mean, they obviously haven't filmed it yet. If they're just announcing that, so who knows? Maybe it won't even get filmed. We don't know. There's no way to know. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. might not even happen. Like right. if you're Reedus, if you're Re- if you're Norman Reedus, I mean, maybe you're like, woo, this is my chance to lead a show, or you're like, wait, do I want to be in the show? <laughs> but I'm stuck. At, but my contract, and now I'm stuck. Right? No, Melissa. No, Angela. Now what am I, now? What am I stuck with? You know, to be yeah. fair, though, they, they still do good. I mean, they still, I'm sure, make a lot of money on this show, and they still do have a lot of fans that are, like, religiously attached to this show. Um, I mean, yes, it gets a lot of bad reviews <laughs> a lot of times, but, I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, a lot of people yeah, like but it, too. So. This is why a lot yeah, of people like want to leave and, like, maybe. go make movies or make another show, right, or whatever, like, like yeah. capitalize on your prime of your fame. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I don't. That was that was our like kind of big seismic news out of The Walking Dead this week. Yeah, it was. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that's right. about it, though. Unless you have more to add, we might oh, yeah. move on to. Nope. Nope. Let's 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 move along from it. 
All right. Moon so, Knight. Moon Knight. That was really – I liked it. Karen probably didn't because you don't like stuff like that usually, do you? It's in his head. You I know, you probably didn't like it. But I, it wasn't I, fake in his head. Yeah, it's not exactly in his head, but I just – I figured Karen might not have liked it. I just – didn't know if she would. I like. I I kind of liked it. I liked it, but maybe maybe I liked it better than I liked because after last week, where it appeared to really be like all hallucination or whatever, like this week it started to like make sense and be like partially in the underworld and, well, or the afterlife yeah, or whatever. And my question is, though, is that even still true? We don't really know for sure yet. That's what it is. I still wonder that it might not be what it is, but um, it was very weird. But it, it was still good, and I think that it was very um, – I, I found it very sad, and, like, he was – like, I, I tend to forget, like, like kind of like we did with Orphan Black, you tend to forget that it's the same actor. Um, I think he's really good. I mean, I think he did really good in that episode, and I think it was pretty powerful, but uh, it was a little weird. Um, well, I liked it AJ. quite a bit because it – um, I like I like when shows find cr- creative ways to do flashbacks. Um, so while yes, we were in his head, it wasn't like some of the stuff that we hate, like dream sequences or imaginations, where the entire episode doesn't matter because none of it was real. This, mm-hmm. while technically not being real is a, a creative way to show us his backstory. And, you know, we got to see his origin and the trauma that split his personality. You know, we got a bunch of stuff in one episode without focusing the entire episode on just one thing. So I thought that was pretty great. Um, and one thing that was so uh, one, uh, <laughs> a highlight for me, because I made Ari laugh hysterically, because I'm sure you guys heard prior to this, there was lots of internet hoopla over, um, cause Moon Knight, um, you know, uh, yeah, uh, Mark is, his character is Jewish in the comics and there was lots of hoopla all over the internet. Oh, why they, why they, you know, give Oscar Isaacs the role. He's not Jewish. You know, are they even going to make the character Jewish now? It's like, it's, I, I'm so tired of this stuff like this, but in that scene when, when his mother dies and he's standing across the street from his house when he starts to walk away I, I, and he falls down, I said to Artie, I said, look, he has a yarmulke on. The internet can now shut the yeah. hell up. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I like – I felt – I don't know. I just – I the one thing I didn't like, I feel like they made Tourette too cartoony. I felt like yeah. Her, yeah. she was. I swear I knew her voice. She was. She Apparently was like more not. comic relief. You know, I mean, she. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I. I've never met her in person. You know, you know, all the all the <laughs> Egyptian gods died a long time ago. So you know, I don't know how she was, but <laughs> I just. I felt like they made her a little too cartoony. Um, I clearly don't of, remember uh, some of the mythology. Comical. What I was confused by is if she's the goddess of fertility, why is she in the underworld? Why is she? I don't understand that. I kind of wonder. Yeah, I kind like, of wondered that stuff. myself. I I, I kind of said the same thing. I was like, why isn't this Anubis doing this? You know. Um, yeah, I knew. Because, but first we have so we have we have our lost connection to Tarret, and then yeah, tell me neither one of you when they first realized they were in the underworld and and they were on the ship, 
tell me neither one of you immediately, I, I know I immediately was like, look, it's the Black Rock. <laughs> black, no, I the didn't. Black Rock took out the statue of Tarrette. <laughs> Actually, it reminded me very much of, um, is it, what's the show called? Sand and Bone? Um, that show we watched last year. Oh, that ship, yeah. Yeah. Um, where they're on that ship. Oh, going through no, it's not called the it's not called the burn, but they're going through like basically a giant sandstorm all the on that ship, yeah. right? That's being attacked. Um yeah. Uh that's what it reminded me of. But yeah, I thought Tolerant was a little cartoony, particularly compared to the other gods we've seen. Like, we've seen other gods we've seen we've seen other gods appear in their in their animal form like um, I can't I, I can't pronounce any of their names now, but the one that is always with Mark, who's like kind of like a dog-headed thing, um, and they've all been much scarier. And this was a very cartoony version, oh right? Um, yeah. In terms of why she's in the underworld or in the afterlife, she does make her a mark. When they're like, Tara, you have to stop. You have to get us out. We have to go back and save Layla or whatever, right? Or save ourselves and. And she says, okay, the closest gate is Osiris' gate. He's not going to be happy, but let me, look, we're going to have to use his gate. And, and I, I don't know anything about Egyptian mythology, but it, it, I mean, I do know a little, but I don't know anything about this. And it made me think, oh, maybe each god has their own gate to the, to the afterlife. And so they, they came in through Taurus. They're trying to get out through Osiris's. Like, I don't, I oh, don't know, that's, but that's, I got okay. the impression I'm, that I'm, there I'm, are multiple, multiple gods. I don't think that's accurate. That makes sense sense with the show, it, I guess it could, but it, it made, I don't, yeah. you're right. I don't think it's accurate. It made sense of what I, that's how my brain interpreted what I saw on the screen. Yeah, no, that's what you're saying. So, that works I guess for me, my surprise, <laughs> Yeah, it works for me, mm-hmm. too. I'll go with it. Um, the thing that I think surprised me, and, and I, I guess it's just because of what I expected, and I like when shows subvert what I'm expecting. I definitely suspected that the scale would balance after they started working together. I find it very interesting that yeah, balance so after Stephen was gone. That was kind of cool. Um, and also, uh, they did finally say that Stephen was the, the true, obviously they explained that he was, or not Stephen, that Mark. Now I'm getting them mixed up. <laughs> the, the, the other one. Mark is the, the, Mark is the, Mark is the prime personality. Well, Mark was the yeah, original they personality. Did, they did tell yeah. that. Well, at least, I guess we knew it anyway because of you, but they outright said it and now Stephen knows it too. One thing I liked about it, and, and, like, yes, you can expect me to hate this kind of an episode where so much of it takes place in in what might or might not be a hallucination or probably is hallucination. I mean, because Mark and Stephen are together, you know that's not the real world, right? Like, you know that's taking place inside their mind. Well, yeah. Because cause they can't be together because um, they're not both people. Um, they're in one body. But I, I did like, you know, what Jamie and Jamie, you have been calling the loudest week after week. Can we see them start to work together? Can we see them start to resolve? And mm-hmm. and I, so I kind of felt like near the end of the episode when when Stephen's like, Mark, Mark, you can do it, you can do it, and he says, Wait, if I'm you, I can do it also, right? And then he saves Mark, and then yeah, he gets thrown that. over the edge, and he gets turned into sand, right? So yeah. I was like, Oh, I don't know if that symbolizes like. Like, does he not need Steven anymore? And is Steven's personality going to be gone now? Or have they, like, or is it going to be like Picard where the Borg Queen and Gerardi, like, meshed into one personality by the end of this week, AJ, right? Um, 
Like, you know, I would not, say they would have got rid of the main personality, but if it's done, it's weird, hard to tell. Sorry, well, go ahead. Is Steven the main personality, or is Steven just the entry point they chose for us in the beginning well, of the season yeah, because it made it it's, the entry, it's the entry point they chose for us. Right. I would just be surprised if they got rid of him, I guess. That depends yeah, I was on whether very, we series again. I was very surprised to um, to see that happen to Steven. Um, it kind of, I mean, it all depends on where they're going with the show because I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but, um, there's been some rumors. They, they've been, well, they were, well, the official site originally stated, um, you know, tomorrow is the series finale of Moon Knight. They have since Mm -hmm. changed it to the season finale of Moon Knight. Uh-huh. Yeah, they like every week. Week. but every but it has been ever. but it has been but it has been but that's what I'm saying. It went from you know, but that's the thing. Like it's been you know the, the whole thing this whole time has been is are we getting a season two? And they've said you know no that this is gonna no. you know this one isn't. I mean the only one out of all the Marvel shows that's getting a second season is Loki. Okay. Yeah, and, and we never expect well, we never expected second season from those other ones. This one is a little yeah. different because it's a character that doesn't have you know movies and whatnot and everything. So I don't know where they're going to go with it or how it's going to pan out. But well, there's been speculation very, that there may be a post credit scene, but I guess we won't know until it's on. Well, I would I would absolutely assume this. I mean, every, all the other ones have had a post credit scene in the finale. No, I mean, I mean gran- gran- granted, granted the Hawkeye granted the Hawkeye post credit scene didn't really have anything to do with the story. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying it, there's been they're theorizing that the post credit scene is going to tell us that it's coming back or where it's going or whatever. Oh, I got you. So I have a bunch of things to say about that. I'm going to set it aside for a second. Well, I mean, I want to go back and talk about the show a little bit more, but um, yeah, I'm going to set aside what I have to say because you guys might not like it. Um. So the so with Stephen, I mean Stephen can't really maybe be gone because I don't know, but I think it's part of the character throughout the comics that he has he has multiple personalities, right? Like for the show to just make Stephen go away might be flying in the face of the comic. I don't know, AJ. So two things: one about the comic, AJ. I want to ask you about that. And two, I understand that this that the origin story of Stephen deviates from the comic book in a major way, which I read about, and I wonder how you, AJ, feel about that. Although you said you, you haven't read a ton of Moon Knight, right? He just appears in other people's stories. Yeah, but I do know his story. And, um, I, I, you know, they took the story. I mean, I, honestly, I kind of like the way they did it. I mean, it's not going to – it's not going to change the character that really because of how they changed, you know, they changed the reason that he, he got the personality disorder. Um, it doesn't really matter how he got it. Um, I think it's a little, I think in a way it's a little more um, dramatic this way with his brother's death and his mother turning into a, uh, a raging alcoholic and an abuser. And, and you know, abuser. it's funny, actually, it's actually funny, Karen. I thought about you this week. Um, when that happened, yes, because you know, 
we talk about this a lot and everything, but you're always a very big proponent of this, and, and I understand why. Um, but so Picard last week, we had, you know, we find out, was it last week or the week before, we find out, you know, we think that Picard's mother is this, you know, really great woman and everything. Then we find out she's, you know, nuts and that the father's actually not a bad guy. You know, this week, yeah. um, here we have another woman who Stephen is thinks is this wonderful, loving person. Turns out she beat the living crap out of Mark his, his entire and young life before dead. she passed. And she's also yeah, and dead. She's dead. Which, yeah. And in the comic book, it is Mark Fuller who dies, and it's his father's funeral that he runs away from in the comic book. Although he's yes. not an abuser. I, I, like, I can't even understand the no, story. No, he's not an abuser. There's a, serial killer, there's a serial killer involved, and his father, who's disguised yeah. as a rabbi, and, like, all this stuff that I don't, like. It, it, apparently well, no, his father was a rabbi. His father no. was a rabbi, or is a, in, in the comics. Um, no. In the comics, though, his parents, I mean, when, when, they, when he develops the DID, um, his parents send him away. Um because, you know, originally his father's like, you know, he has the devil in him. <laughs> wow. so, All right. So they, yeah, um, they, they send him away to a psychiatric yeah. so, facility. So they convert it, they, but they convert, so to, good point, AJ, they convert it to like the, the mentally ill mother storyline, which we've had to endure now on two shows in the last two weeks, right? It's always like turned yeah. into like the bad mother. Um, not always, but, you know. The bad mother trope, the Sybil trope, um, ca- abusive mother causes the ID. Um, so, so my second question that you can't get rid of Stephen maybe because in the comic book, like Stephen maybe is a like the DID is like part of Moon Knight's story. Like, like, but I, I mean, I kind of like the idea that I mean, do I want Stephen to go away? No, but like a big maybe I do. A big part of the story has been that that Mark lost control of Stephen. Like, like Mark was in control of the body for a really long time, and he has, for some reason, lost control of Stephen in recent months, right? Um, and well, Stephen's had more and more periods. Stephen said that. It was because of her death was when he lost control again. Whose death? His mother's death? His mother. His mother's. He that, said that, that's when yeah. he started firing out. That's when he lost control yeah. of Stephen. Yeah. 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 And he had already been gone for a long time and committed some of these acts that that he has as a mercenary. Um, yeah. I mean, I uh, the Stephen storyline is. I mean, look, it was kind of it was uh, we all knew that Stephen, and not only because AJ told us, but I think it was kind of obvious that Stephen wasn't the primary. Like Stephen. Stephen's like, oh, I talk to my mother every day. No, we've seen you leave a voicemail. Every single episode, you leave a voicemail for your mother. You never actually, mm-hmm. he's never actually spoken to his mother, right? Right. I mean, there were things that I think gave it away that he wasn't the, I mean. Yes, but Stephen uh, didn't know it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I have said, and I, we, we all said it last week. Stephen, last week, we were like, Stephen's the worst, man. Stephen's the worst. He's got to go. But they... And he's been a total jerk lately with, like, I'll never give you control again, Mark, blah, blah, blah. But um, but it was kind of sad. Like, they did a good job in this episode of making them kind of – and Mark actually Mark actually seemed sad. Like, Mark actually was like, Stephen, no, was trying to save Stephen, right? And is that mm-hmm. because he 
is that because he really came to like Steve and then they're a part of each other or because he just can't get out of there by himself and needs a second person to help him? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, ironically, um, well, he can get out by himself because personality, so. it, it's ironic, though, because without Steven, the, the scales balanced. Balanced, <laughs> like yeah. They almost balanced. Like, yeah. They almost balanced after, after Steven learned the truth and they can't, you know, they kind of came grip, to grips with it together. It almost, 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 almost balanced. And then after Steven died, she's like, oh, look, they balanced. So it's yeah. an interesting thought because, I mean, I guess in a way they wouldn't balance because he's not whole. And, you know, and yeah. like Harrow said in the beginning, he's like, there's chaos in you. Um, so then to have, you know, Steven – at the moment be not part of him anymore he's he's balanced because he doesn't have this inner which probably yeah do, so do you think so this all started steven gets steven gets shot by harrow um and falls in the water and, dies by harrow. <laughs> and he's having this like harry potter king's cross station moment for the last two episodes um, or is he like, do you think any, so, I mean, I continue to think that the entire psych ward is a, is a fantasy because it just doesn't look like it's, yeah. it's like way too Legion-esque. Right. But like, I mean, I know there are people online speculating, like, do you think any part of the psych ward is real? Like that he has been in the comic book, he has been hospitalized right before and spent time yes. in the show. He hasn't that we're aware of. Um, but I continue to think that no part of the psych ward is real. No, I, I would either. agree, but I still question and kind of wondered if it's, I told you guys before, I wondered if it wasn't something Harrow manufactured because he's trying to find out something and that it's all fake. But that seems it's, less it's not, likely see, now, but it would still be interesting. Yeah, that because cause if you think about it, we know he's in the underworld and – you know, when, when either one of them get too stressed out because of whatever is happening in the other world, they kind of go, they invert themselves into their mind, which is the psych center, you know? So, I mean, that's, that's it's, it's, it's like an escape from reality for them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, don't think I, I, I mean, I think probably we just haven't seen it, but probably Mark has been hospitalized in the past. Um, like he's not making it out of whole. He's not making that fantasy or that safe zone or hallucination or out of whole cloth. Like he maybe has spent time in in a place like this. But seeing Harrow with the doctor is a is obviously a like a coping mechanism or whatever, right? Like they're working it all out. Um, yeah, I think. Um, so. What was it? I, I was oh so this show has left a lot to be resolved in one episode. It is supposed to be the series finale, which means or maybe it's now a season finale, but it was intended probably to end the story next week, right? Maybe unless they intended to change it all along, but probably. Yeah. I mean, that would be a big lie to be telling all along. That right? Like, yeah, and, I and it, is, it, is, it is known that the lead actors, the principal actors, have one-year contracts. Or it is said. It is not. Do I know it? Have I seen them? No. It is said that they have one-year contracts. So <laughs> it leaves a lot. It leaves a lot to be resolved in one episode next week, right? 
Like we have to resolve. Yeah. Like, like is Mark is Mark is is Mark dead? Stephen dead in real life? Is Stephen dead in the underworld in the in the afterlife? Can they get out of here? Last time we saw Layla, she was hot. Like like Stephen is shot, and Layla's basically hiding behind the wall. Like like Harold's definitely gonna find her and shoot her next, right? Um, like there's a ton to resolve in one hour. I'm not even sure mm-hmm. where it can go. Oh, and, and it's what not I even an hour. It's actually going to be the shortest. It's not. It's going to be the shortest. Oh, it it's the shortest finale of all the Marvel shows. It's going to be 53 minutes. Shut up. I'm dead serious. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot to be resolved, and, and, you know, this brings me back around to when Jamie and was saying, well, there's speculation, or AJ, you were saying it's no longer a series finale. It's now a season finale, and like, could it come back next year? I think it's not – like, I don't care. I think it's not good enough. I think it's the weakest of all the I don't want shows. it to. I, I, I agree with that. that and I don't And I don't want it to come back um, because with the ever-changing landscape of the MCU, how are you going to have this story that we have to wait a year to, you know, continue on? You know what I mean? Like – that's why none of these shows really can have a season two. I'm not even sure how Loki's season two is going to work. Um, unless the season two of Loki is going, you know, he's going to be in other stuff. And then season two is going to pick up from wherever we saw him last in whatever movie he's in next, you know, um, which begs the question why I even have a season two then. I, I, I don't feel that these Marvel shows are really set up that way to have seasons like that. If they're all going to interact between each other. Now, granted, we don't know anything about where Moon Knight's going to show up next, if Moon Knight's going to show up somewhere else. Um, but it just seems like, what's the point of having a season two? Like, are we going to just end the season and then pick up where we left off? Or is it going to be the same type of thing with Loki, where you pick up wherever this character's at at the moment and has another well, story I of mean, his own? At least Loki. I mean, Loki was my favorite of all of the Marvel shows, although I did like Hawkeye a lot. Um, Loki at least plays into the multiverse, you know, and I can actually understand it. Like it's a pretty straightforward, sensible multiverse show that, that may turn out to be important viewing in terms of setting a set of rules for the multiverses, right. In a way more comprehensible way than Dr. Strange's blah, blah. Like Dr. Strange goes on about it. I'm like, what did he just say? Whatever. Can you just zap some people now? Um, uh, um, Loki plays into the multiverse better than like Moon Knight. Yeah, no relation to the multiverse and and like all the original Avengers, whatever. Like they're whatever, right? But this show was not like like look. I think Oscar Isaac was particularly good in this episode, um, with his two characters. And I I would maybe watch an entire show that's just Ethan Hawke playing Harrow being like an evil. Co- I'd love to see Harrow go up against like Legion, right? Like he's a mm-hmm. like he's a great character, and and Ethan Hawke's work is really great. Uh, although he's got he's got the best he's got the best character to work with on the show, right? Mm-hmm. I might watch a whole show about him, but for me, like I don't need it to come back. I'm not I'm not particularly dying to see what happens. That I'm watching it, and we're going to talk about it. 
not like going to bed at night thinking about like 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 spending a week mulling over what's happening on moon night the way I am maybe with some other shows sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. It's definitely the uh, the weakest one. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, so if they can wrap it all up in 53 minutes, that'll be an impressive feat right there, right? We might be back next week talking about, like, oh, my God, can you believe they did that in less than an hour? Um, mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, we've been surprised before. AJ and I have watched entire seasons that, like, we watched, we watched, we watched 15 episodes of The 100 and be like, every week, it sucks, it sucks, this week sucks, this week sucks. And then be like, oh, my God, the season finale was so good. <laughs> they got us twice. Two years in a row, they got us that way. Yeah. Um, so you never know. But I'm not terribly invested in this. No, I agree. I feel it's the weakest of all the shows. Yeah. So, anyhow, do you guys have any more on this one? No, I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. Unless Jamie has something else. No. No, but AJ, before we before before we leave Marvel, um, two DC shows got canceled this week, right? Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow both got canceled. Do you do you do you already watch either one of those? So pissed, so pissed about Legends. Legends is the only one we still watch. We quit watching all the other ones a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Batwoman. We stopped that. We stopped watching Batwoman after season one. We stopped watching Flash after season five or six, I think. Um, yeah, they just they started getting they, they were just all getting either really repetitive or the writing wasn't that good, you know, or you know it just it, it started getting bad. I stopped Batwoman after two episodes, so I hear you on that one. Um, but I mean, and, and so those two are canceled, and so Arrow is over, right? And and yeah, Arrow's been over, over like, for a while. Is the DC television universe like dead? Um, I don't know. I mean, Flash is the only Flash and Superman and Lois are the only one left. Um, and I've never watched Superman and Lois. I had no interest in that from day one. Um, and everything, yeah. anytime I like every once in a while, I'll see like a headline or something. So I'll read something about it and everything I read about it, they've like retconned all kinds of stuff that has happened. They're, they're like the, the newest Arrowverse show and they changed a bunch of stuff that happened before. And it's like, why? <laughs> like, this is an entire universe <laughs> on, on one TV channel <laughs> and you changed a bunch watch. of things. Yeah. You know? So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm glad I never watched it because I would have hated it. But Legends, Legends was fun because they did not take themselves seriously. Like it was ridiculous, but it was fun, ridiculous. You know, like like things that need to make sense. They're ta- a bunch of time travelers and doing goofy things, and you know, er- you know. And then like there was some seasons where each episode was like a certain theme. Like there was one season where every episode was um, a throwback to some kind of movie. Um, genre, like they had a slasher flick episode that was hilarious and awesome at the same time, <laughs> and you know, and then like mm-hmm. they, they did an episode where um, 
they went up against Rasputin. You know, I mean, there's there's just been, you know so many fun things that they've done over the years because they didn't take themselves seriously. It was just it was meant to be a fun show. So for them to see, to to end it on a cliffhanger, you know, cancel it with a cliffhanger, it's like you couldn't show them enough respect to just say, hey, you know, do do a six episode season to, to wrap things up or something, you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. hey, they had to make room with, for Tom Swift with, in the in the schedule, I guess. Yeah, well, with the um, you know, with these new new owners and everything, I guess you know, there's going to be a lot of shakeup at the CW. And I wouldn't count on anything that's currently being made if it's actually going to continue, depending on when they started doing it. Yeah. So I mean, this Tom Swift show could end up the Tom, the Tom Swift show could end up being like, yeah, we're not going to go forward with that. Yeah, because that I mean, was something that I think was in development right. before. You know, that happened at network. I mean, that happened at, that happened at CNN. It happened at Netflix. Yeah, like stuff is on the air and then it's gone. So. Anyway, I was just interested. I'd read that these two were gone, and like the DC television universe is basically like almost yeah, gone. But yeah, you're right, AJ. It, it was you're right, AJ, that it was confined to this one channel. Um, it was all on the CW, right? And maybe it was taking up too much real estate on the CW. And it's not like having all these Marvel shows on Disney Plus, where there's om- there's almost unlimited. If you have money, there's space. There's not a schedule. There's space on the streamer for it if you can produce it. Yeah. You're not limited to several nights of the week. Well, the, you know, there's going to be a lot of shakeup because especially with this, you know, discovery buying, uh, getting creative control of Warner brothers and, and everything. So there's, there's going to be a lot of DC shakeup going forward, but whatever. That's yeah. another story. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? All first, right. Jamie? I'm sorry. Or did she leave already? Oh, okay. You got anything <laughs> I else? Second, I thought you were going to. <laughs> no, I'm here. Any more? I'm still here. You got any more announcements or any more? <laughs> well, I'm going to pitch. I, I, I hate to jinx things, but supposedly I'm going to be talking to Martin Freeman on Thursday, which makes me very happy. So, well, Woo! I'll be posting about Big that. But, Big brush with fame so. there. Woohoo! Yes, I. That makes me very happy. You know that I, I, lo- I love him and Sherlock and everything. But you guys, you guys got to tell me more about. I never finished. I realized that I never watched the end of. Um, oh, what's it called? Now I can't even think of the name of it. Help me out here, Wakanda. I can't think of the name of it. With what? With the the one that's Wakanda. Black I can't think of the name of it. Black Panther. Oh, you never saw Black Panther? Black you never saw Black Panther? Never saw the end of it. I never saw the end of it. I need to know about his it's character on, in that. You guys oh my God. It, it's on like TNT every five minutes. Yes. It's on Disney Plus. hours in the day, too. <laughs> I can't, I can't oh, right now. Oh, and so you're interviewing Martin Freeman, who has this big, like, he, like, he has this kind of big hero moment in Wakanda, right? Like, he's, he's a little bit comic relief, and then he's, like, a big, you know, like, yeah. you never saw the end of it? No, I didn't. I, see, I never finished watching it because at the time when I watched it, I was watching it like right. I think right before I went to see Endgame or something. I forget trying to catch up on him, and then I went to see the movie, so I had to quit watching it, and then I forgot about it and never went back to it. Unfortunately. Well, maybe you don't need to. What, but, what's the interview about? He's got a new show. No, it's for breeders. I, I just would like to know more about his character because he is going to be in uh, Wakanda Forever, according to Internet Movie Database. But anyway. That's anyway, that's another, that's a whole separate conversation. 
that's a whole separate conversation. I just was the curious. The role of the colonizer. And, made me wonder. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but, you know, I'm a Sherlock fan, so that's, that's my first and foremost. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, guys. Well, All right. I will talk to you All right, we're going to do Picard. Uh, a good week. So next week, and, uh, next we'll week we have... The wilds next week. Next we have the okay. Next week we'll add the wilds and maybe if we can all go see mm-hmm. this movie this weekend we'll add it. The multiverse yep. of multiverse of yep ma- multiverse Madness. of Karen multiverse of Karen's questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and meanwhile, <laughs> and meanwhile, I have five of the ten. I had to think about it. Help count it. Five of the ten wilds interviews are up now. So. Woo, great. Um, there's probably another one. Probably another one coming tonight. We'll see. All, All right. right. Read well, at your own risk. Have a good night. All right. Yeah. Good well, night, no, Jamie. These aren't, they're not spoilers. Okay. Night, night. Bye, bye. Bye. Night, Jamie. Picard. Penal. The penultimate Picard. Like how I did that there. The penultimate episode of Picard. Yes. This um. <laughs> this episode, I have. I mean. I, there's some things that I liked. It moved along, stuff happened, but there were parts of this episode that I was like, really? Did, did, I, did that really just happen on my screen also? Like, I, I have some mixed feelings about um, the some of the writing choices, I guess, is how I'll talk about it. Um, I, I'm, and I have some, overall, I, I'm not sure I'm thrilled with this storyline of Picard's like memories of his mother, and that we're we talked about this a couple of years, a couple a couple of years ago, a couple of podcasts ago, about, yeah. <laughs> a, a couple of weeks ago about about this idea that Picard has had this repressed trauma his entire life that prevents him from getting close to people that I think you and I both felt that we didn't necessarily see in the character over the years that we're being told now is his main problem, right? And yeah. so it's all being laid kind of at his mother's feet. And I'm not, I don't know. I continue to maybe not be down with that storyline. I don't feel it's maybe necessary for me to have that new layer of Picard. And I also feel it's not necessary to have that. Like, this is a fun adventure story. This was like the last, like, they go back in time and have an adventure. And now we got to throw in all this, like, Picard's mother fucked him up kind of stuff, right? You know, I gotta say, I I didn't think about it till this episode when I realized, oh my god, next week, you know, this coming episode is the finale, and I was like, you know, I was expecting this fun twenty twenty four, you know, episode, you know, season, and haven't the first couple episodes we did, but we haven't really spent much time actually in twenty twenty four. It's all been very much on the outskirts of everything, especially these last two episodes. It's been very self-contained at the the vineyard, um, so yeah, it wasn't quite and, the season that I expected. Um, but I, I did like a lot of things about this episode. Um, I kind of liked the fact that you know I liked that Seven got her implants back because oh, oh you know, I didn't like that. Oh, see, I did because it's it's who she is now. You know what I mean? Like her without the implants, it kind of. I don't know, I feel like it It, it kind of, you know, she's, it took away from who she is. You know, it plays, I think, 
And I think she kind of accepted it, getting him back to it. It plays to her strength. It's who she is, you know. For good or bad, it's who she is. And having the, you know, what Q did with changing, you know, the timeline and everything um, kind of changed who she was. So I kind of like okay, that. Um, I thought it was pretty cool with Eldon um, being the, holo- the the security hologram. That was a fun way to bring him back um, for, you know, the next plus episode. Um and there was something else I liked. Oh, actually, no, I did have a question, though. So what are these new these new boards that Girardi has created? Are they, like, starter boards? Because, like, we killed one with a knife. I don't think we've ever been able to kill know, a board right? with a knife. <laughs> right? They're like, all we have is a knife and a corkscrew. And, and Robert's like, and, a, and an ice pick? Ice pick, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was, like, I mean, is that because... I was like, maybe it's because the board queen is not working with the technology that's available to her in the future, and yet she has, like, the technology literally grows out of her fingertip, which also, like, all that makes no sense to me, because, like, the board queen touched Gerardi's face for a brief little minute and was able to put nanoprobes into Gerardi enough to halfway kick over her mind. And by the end of this episode, the board queen is able to, like, full-on assimilate and borgify people without having a collective, without having a ship, without having technology, with just the touch of her fingers. And maybe I don't remember the Borg enough to, but I'm pretty sure when I saw Picard being assimilated, he was like laying on sort of a, like he was being like drones help to like put those implants in you and stuff, right? Yeah. I, so it, it was a little, I, I agree with you. To me, that was a little bit more like for for the episode, I don't know. It, it doesn't really track with what I've seen, and it made didn't make a ton of sense. But I guess it was just fun for the episode. Um, also, so I don't like Seven getting her implants back only because I felt like the reason her implants are gone is because she's she's gone back in time because Q has done something. I was assumed when she came back in the final episode when they go back to the future. Haha. Uh-huh, that her implants would be back because that's who she is. Um, and so for the Borg queen to, like, be like, I can save you, but I have to, like, you know, do whatever. And then her, like, why does she need an optic implant? Like, why wouldn't she have an implant in her side or whatever? Like, it just, like, her implants go back to what she had in the future. To me, well, I was no, just she's like, got, it she had one, different. She yeah, had different ones. Different. Like, she, she had something on her, she, I didn't like her, those, those, like, fingertips that she's got now. That I didn't like. No, no. Those look like those gloves you buy to, like, use your iPhone in the winter, right? Yeah. Um, um, and she had something in her ear or behind her ear, right? And she had some different ones. Yeah. But she – and her eye – Yeah, there was some thing, different I guess, is a little different, but I – I mean, I assume she'd get them back. Big. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I see, get what you're saying that a big I, part I, of this was accepting who she is and, and right. can't run away from your Borg self kind of thing, right? Well, I think because that's been part of the theme this whole season with, you know, struggling with who she is and everything and, and, and yeah. you know, her and Raffi both, you know. Um, yeah. So I have a theory. Okay. Let's hear it. So Lay it on me. Gir- Gir- Girardi talks to, the, you know, the board queen and she convinces her to stop doing this and, be, you know, she's like, you know, there's a better way. What if we could do this a different way? What if you didn't have to, you know, assimilate people 
to make them do what you wanted? What if we could do, you know, have a, a collective, but a collective of individual minds, you know, like she talks her into this, she saves seven and they, and they leave. Here's my I theory. Love that. Yeah. What? No, but, but hold on. It gets, uh, it, you might like it in a second. Maybe. What if the masked board that we see in the first episode is Girardi? Because oh. remember that the board comes, the board comes through, and they're like, "We're not the same type of board. We want to, you know, we want to join the Federation." What if? Oh yeah. That's Girardi and the board queen. What if that? That's what. What if that's why they, you know, they have that costume on with not showing their face, so they can because give us the big twist. Yes, I forgot about that. that. But it. But in the end, that board queen like takes over the ship. They're like zaps the ship, right? They're like dead in the water. Like before Q, like zaps them back or whatever. Like, like that's a good theory, AJ, because she is like, we're different. We want to talk to you. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it it kind of maybe I like it. It like there's some some things to be filled in there. Like, why is she out there and they never met her before? Like, where has she been all this time? Did she just stay in the Delta Quadrant? Um, I I like it. I like it, AJ. And maybe that helped me to like better this whole idea. Like I didn't, so I didn't love. Like I was like, seriously, Gerardi just talked the board queen in like two minutes. Talks her into like, yeah, I don't feel anyone. Maybe it could be a kinder, gentler board. And she's like, all right, let's do it. Like to me, that was just like really. So the whole problem is that nobody ever tried talking to the board. Like what? <laughs> I mean, maybe I can accept like. Like, I was a little bit like, are you kidding me right now? But on the other hand, I also was like, okay, they're in the same brain together, and maybe Gerardi's been influencing her all along. And But this whole, like, this whole, like, Elle Woods, like, Gerardi has her Elle Woods moment where she's like, endorphins make you feel good. Uh, endorphins <laughs> make you happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands, right? <laughs> like, Gerardi, like, she, like, literally says to her, like, endorphins don't have to only come from killing people and smashing windows. They can come from feeling good and having a good conversation. And I was like, oh, my God, it's it's the Elwood the board. Um, So, right? It was a little, it was a little easy. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, I like your theory. It's also, I, I like your theory also because... Because I think where you're going with that or where I would go with that is that, you know, like, it's a type of Borg that somehow they never met. Like, like we can't have the Borg be totally different because it subverts, like, all these movies and episodes of shows we've seen, right? The Borg still have to become the Borg Collective and do all this bad shit right. that they do. We can't have that not happen. But I like, I like your... Like it allows for some sort of other kind of form that they just never maybe bumped into until right then, or Gerardi knew not to go near them because Gerardi has like knows what's going to happen in the future, and she knows like if you go near the Federation, y'all. I mean, I don't know. It's, I like it. I like it. Yeah, let's hope so. I, mean, I like so. it. I like it better than some other stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, no, nah, yeah, there's, a, I mean, there was a lot of, you know, couple issues and everything. I, I did think the scenes with Rios was funny when he was 
when when he was trying to get back and he was reprogramming the, the teleporter thing. And <laughs> it looked like it was so funny when it, when he finally almost had it. It looked like he melted it with something because it was just it looked like he beat the hell yeah. out of it. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, yeah. what did he do to that thing? Yeah. You know, there was actually I mean, a part of me that thought maybe he was actually going to stay with her. That for a split second there, I thought maybe, yeah. I, thought, I was like, I, you know, is it possible that Rhea, she talked him into staying on Earth in 2024? But I guess not. I could, I could see that for a minute there also. Um, partly because the way they left it, like what even was the point of that storyline, right? Um, yeah. Because it didn't end up going anywhere, and it didn't intersect like, like he has a past sexual relationship. He slept with Gerardi, right? And he and Gerardi had like a yeah. a past. I mean, last season flirtation. It seems to not, but they didn't ever create. A, there was never a love triangle or any tension between them. No. Um, it was just like a. Didn't really like in the end. Like, what are the what are the stakes? What's the payoff of that relationship with that woman? Um, except maybe that she has knowledge that the future is going to be better. Um, I mean, it, well, it's very I irresponsible. See, I could see right? the type. I could see the type of thing where, um, in the you know they get back to their time, and I could see something where something happens in the, in the final minute wrap up, where Rios comes across a. Uh, a descendant of hers that is instrumental in something, 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 you know? Right. Or that her little boy grows up to be like a great admiral because he felt like space because he met Rios or something like well, that. Well, that's what I'm right? saying. Like, if, you know, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it turned, you know, you know, they go back and they find out somebody important is a descendant of hers. And the reason they're important is because, you know, the stories that they got passed on generation to generation, you know, Kind of like a counterpoint yeah. of Soong, because we know we know Soong's family history is not a good one. <laughs> he just has generations right. of and, people trying to uh, take over the world. Yeah, and Soong gets away, and it's kind of frustrating that he gets away. I mean, there are a lot of things about Soong maybe are problematic, like Soong. I mean, it's funny to see Soong sort of leading a Borg force. Like, Soong is not a person that I ever would think to be leading a, a combat force, right? That's not well, his thing. He gets manipulated, and yet he's right. He does, but he's right there leading a bunch of like baby Borg around, like trying to like find. You know, he, he's going through the house. He's very, he, he's very like, um, he's very aggressive with the baby Borg. I mean, granted, we know he's a very ambitious person and will do almost anything to save his legacy. But I was like, oh, now he's a military leader. Um, and he gets away, and it's frustrating that he gets away, except it's not, because if you if you watch Star Trek, he's got to get away because he's got this legacy, right? Right. If you had only ever seen this show, you'd be like, why'd they let that guy get away? Well, I you do, know, it's funny, actually, think... because mm-hmm. I was frustrated for a different reason, because I do know that, you know, obviously he needs to procreate, and, and you know, for his his descendants to cause havoc. But um, it's frustrating for another reason because the board queen storyline, which I got to admit, up to the, uh, this episode I felt a little better. But most of this season I was like, oh my god, this board this board queen storyline is like like ended already. Like, it's driving me crazy. 
It, it's just like yeah. it was too much. Too, what I said, I said to Artie today, I said this season has been too Borgy. Um, yeah. And so I'm glad that storyline's over, but then I thought about it, I was like, wait, Soon is the Borgie? final villain? Because yeah, like, we have one episode left. So soon the final yeah. villain does they have to stop? I'm like really? I'm like yeah, the, the, you know his 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 descendants are are you know somewhat worthy adversaries, but he's not really. I mean everything he's, he's accomplished not. has been from the help from the help of Q or the Borg Queen, and Q has no yeah. mojo, so even Q isn't a threat. No, he's not, and and that's so, a huge thing to be resolved, right? Like I mean, oh my yeah, God, that's so it's gonna be interesting. Like, we have one episode to resolve Q. Um, with the resolve, key. so so backtracking for a second before we go there, I, I have felt like this entire season, our cast has been like before they go back in time. Picard's like, listen, you got to be really careful. Butterfly effect. You can't do anything. You can't use any technology. You can't talk to yourself. You can't talk to any people. Like you're gonna screw up the future. And then all they do for the next like five episodes is like use their tricorders, use their phasers, they beam women up to their ships, they, like, do all this stuff, right? They've been extremely irresponsible about um, about uh, technology, and they actually, like, they shot up a bunch of Borg and, like, and beamed them into the wall, right? When Seven beams them onto the wall, that's pretty cool, but I was like, that was funny. I'm, like I'm, like, thinking about the Terminator's arm, like, when, when, like, the Terminator yeah. gets killed in Terminator, the first Terminator, and then the second in T2, it turns out that Miles, what's-his-name, has the Terminator's arm, and Skynet is still going to happen, right? And I was like, oh, my God, right. you're leaving, like, Borg technology, like, all over France. Um, yeah. Not Borg technology, but future technology. So, like, I was like, okay, that, could that be... Like, they've already shot season three, right? Like, I read today that I think they shot – they shoot one and two together, or they shoot two and three together? Two and three, because there's two, a lot of stuff about three. They shot two and three together, right? Yeah. Um, but – so all that irresponsibility was out there, but maybe that won't get resolved. But we've got to resolve – we have to resolve Dr. Soong. He can't just get away, right? Also, his kid, like, ran off never to be seen again, right? His clone child, whatever her name is, ran yeah. off. Um, he's like 112, whatever she is, child. Um, we have to resolve. Somehow they've got to get back to the future, and they don't ship anymore, so there's that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, um, that was the first thing I said when the board queen left. I was like, um, how do they get back to the future now? Right. The, only way I, like, the only thing I can see here is somehow they're going to – somehow, some way, I feel like this next episode is going to be – they're going to have to cure Q to, to send them back. Like they're gonna have to, well, you know, that, Q's gonna have. That was my next thing. Like they haven't resolved Q's illness at all, and that's a good point. They, if they cure Q, they can he can send them back. Um, Q's been a weak point of this season, right? Like Q sends them back, but we have not had. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't see more John Delancey in the season, actually. Um, and we you don't really have much of this. Like, what, what's he done? Why has he done it? And it turns out he's dying, and he, like he seems to be a bit of a MacGuffin. Like, what sent them back? What can send them in the future? But he he hasn't been like, what's his story? Do you do you get his story? Because I don't. Um, I agree. I mean, I I love John Delancey, and so I'm disappointed in that aspect that I haven't seen much of him. 
Um, as far as Q not being around much, I don't have a problem with that simply because he, without his powers, he's he's kind of he's kind of boring. With his powers, it's too much. So I don't okay. mind that he's kind of been sidelined um, in right, that aspect. Um, as far as what's going on with Q, yeah, he's dying. He, you know, he something's happening to Q that's never happened to a Q before that he didn't even know was a possibility. You know, as far as he knows, Qs can't die. Period. And now he is. And I and I feel like and it's definitely mentally messed with him, which is why I think I think it's I, I think he's let his emotions, which Q has let his emotions run wild before, but his emotions and his um his uh competitiveness with Picard, he let get the best of him, which is why he's you know he's done all this because um, you know yeah. he's always got to get the last word in. Now, ultimately, the question comes down to. Is this one of those situations where they've always gone back in time type of thing? Because things are going to change, maybe not drastically, but there are going to be changes in the future now because of the things they have touched. Right. And clearly, and if my theory, well, that's the thing, if my theory is right, then clearly this had to happen for Girardi to become the new board queen in you know, in this new version. And that reminds me, how the hell are there supposed to be two Renees? I don't get that at all, right? There are two Renees, one who does and one who doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. That I did not understand. How did that, that came out as part of the memory, right? Like that, Wait, Although it's what's her um, name? What, what's her name says it to him. What's her name says it to him, right? Um, uh, what's her name? The Watcher, right? Or or no? Or does it come out in his memory no. that his mother? It comes out from no, his memory. The, his mother. It was, no, it was um. Wait, the board queen said it. I think. Oh, it's the board queen. It's the board queen says it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, there are two Renees, one who does and one who doesn't. I mean, does that imply alternate universes? Um, well, see, that's what I'm kind of wondering, actually, because when, when you know, that new species of Borg first shows up, they're in some kind of temporal rift, yeah. you know, and they're like, we yeah. need, to, you know, and, and the, mes- the messages get Picard, and then they're able, you know, kind of to pull them out, and, you know, so I'm wondering if that's like the alternate reality, you know what I mean? which is really what they've been in all this time. They're not really in the past. They're in an alternate past, maybe. Well, that's what I'm kind of wondering. Which, you know, on the one hand, solves a lot of problems. On the other hand, it's kind of a ripoff of a – it's sort of like I woke up and it was a dream kind of a season, right? Like, were there ever any real stakes if you were always in an alternate timeline? Like, the the big point of this is to – is to prevent the future that were the present that we saw where Picard was the Borg Slayer and it was this right. horrible version of the Federation, right? I mean, it, it can't, any of it, none of it can come to pass because it, it complicates too much, but you're right. Like, how do you, how do you have these things happen in the past? Could they really have gone to the past and done all this? And there's no, there's no ramifications. What's, there's no changes. 
And yeah, the idea, this whole thing, like there's two, the board queen says that there's two Renees, one who does go, one who doesn't go. Like, how is that even? I guess we're going to find out, huh? Uh, Another show where there's one episode, there's one episode, and how are they going to do this in one episode? Um, Yeah. Although there's another season, like, could this be, like, most of the, like, the Star Treks, the new Star Treks have all been, like, highly serialized, but done at the end of the season. There really hasn't been, like, yes. much. Well, I mean, there kind of was some Klingon baloney that went on for a long time, but. Um, yeah, but the, the main story, even, even though, even though the Klingon storyline carried over, it had, you know, the first season had its definitive ending of that story. And then yes. the, the whole Klingon mess carried over. I mean, I mean, that's, that's par for the course. The Klingon story always carries over. <laughs> it does. The Klingon, I mean, it's going to be Klingon, with the Klingon, Klingon stories been carrying over for, yeah, Klingon storylines been carrying over for 50 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, now, now you've got me thinking a lot. Like, is this going to be, if this is an alternate I'm sorry. Know, temporal rift, and this is an alternate, <laughs> if this is an alternate timeline, an alternate, or an alternate, not an alternate timeline, an alternate universe, whatever. Like, what does that mean for what we saw? What are the stakes that were ever involved, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I guess, like I said, we'll find out when we watch the next episode. We'll so. find out, yeah. Next week, last episode. So, Karen, I am yeah. done reading The Expanse. Oh my God! And did you feel like kind of sad that it was over? Did you feel like great about it? Um, you? On you know, there was a part of me. On one hand, it was like, oh, I can't wait to finish reading this to see how it all you know ends. Um, but there, there were definitely there were some sad moments. I, I, there was a couple times I cried <laughs> reading the book. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> yeah. There are some sad moments. Like when people um, die and stuff. Um, there, there, there's, there's happy sad and there, there's sad sad. There, there, there's both. Mm-hmm. There's, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely uh, a so, funny it. story though. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to go into detail obviously. Funny story, however. So one of the writers of The Expanse, um, whose name is failing actually, I have it open. Um, he like at the end of the at the end of the books I read it on the tablet. Um, it says that he ha- one of the authors has a new novel that just came out in like March, and I don't have them here. Uh, which one he was. But, um, so I was like, you know, it's, an, it's another sci-fi story. So, you know, Googling and I was like, oh, I want to see what this is about. You know, maybe I might read this next because obviously I really enjoy the way, the writing style of these two guys. So while I'm looking at every, you know, I'm, I Google him and I, I'm scrolling through and there's a series that Alyssa told me that she thinks I'd really like. It was a vampire series um, from 2010 that she had read. And it's something that, you know, I just haven't gotten around to. And I'm scrolling through and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> no way. One of the writers that wrote these fans wrote this. Yeah. But the, but the thing is, the reason I never made the connection before, he, this is, um, he wrote the vampire books under another pseudonym. So... Right. <laughs> 
but as soon as I saw the food name, I was like, that, I was like, what are the odds, you know, that this person who wrote, you know, co-wrote the Expanse uh, series of novels back in 2010 of, you know, this vampire storyline, you know? So I was like, now I'm definitely going to read the vampire storyline. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I got a kick out of that. Um, But yeah, it was, it was good. And, you know, there's there's definitely a part of me now because I got to say one thing, reading the first six books, I could picture everything because I saw it happen on the show. A lot of the stuff in the last three books, I could kind of picture it because I've been introduced to the visual world of the expanse. But at the same time, some of the stuff you, it's it's a different dynamic when you visualize it. So there's a part of me that hopes that one day somewhere they, you know, get together and make the last, uh, last three books into uh, a show again (laughs) somewhere. Because, and the best part is they can, because it's 30 years later, we don't even need to get it like 30 years from now. They could, they could bring back the expanse and do the last three books because all the actors will be 30 years older. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause there's a big time jump and they'll be ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. 30 years. Um, yep. 30 years. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, now granted, granted if they continued the show, they just would have, you know, put a lot of makeup on everybody. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's my understanding that one of the reasons they decided to end it now is because the show had become so expensive, right? The, uh, oh, didn't yeah, we absolutely. hear that The Expanse was costing like a million dollars an episode, um, and it became I, too expensive I, for the amount of, you know, viewership or whatever. I get that, but actually, they didn't... You want to know something funny? I was reading something yeah. recently about the cost of episodes and how much they cost. Because was, I was reading this article, article about everything that's happening with Netflix right now, with Netflix saying that they're losing money, oh, yeah. they're losing subscribers, they're canceling all these shows. And I was reading in the article, the person that wrote the article was, you know, mentioning how much the cost of, you know, all these different really expensive shows are. And The Expanse wasn't even in the top 10 per episode of some of these shows. No, but so I guess it was just too expensive Amazon, for Prime. <laughs> yeah, Amazon has a lower tolerance, I guess. Which yeah. fair enough, they haven't reported the kind of losses that that Netflix has. I mean, I I yeah, I, I've read some interesting things about Netflix. One of which was that for the last few years, Netflix was a very free spending kind of an organization. Like I I've read that yeah, I've read something insane like 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 the like. Episodes of Stranger Things ran up to like something insane, like thirty million dollars for one episode of Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, I think, it was, like, six, right? I think it was like twenty million. Twenty million, but still, it wasn't like twenty million you know per episode say. for the last season or something. Yeah. right. That's crazy town. Yeah. Um, you know what I say? And, I think they should. Con- I think the people from from the Expanse. I think they should uh, contact um, what's his name there, uh, Elon Musk, and ask for a loan. Um, or you know what? Screw the loan. Just give us money because you, apparently you don't care about throwing money away. You know, you spent forty four right. billion dollars on Twitter. <laughs> you know, right. so we can finish making our show. <laughs> yeah. It's an investment. For your show, it's great. Um uh, yeah. But like apparently at Netflix the, the, the days are over where they would just like green light freaking everything and and see what stuck. 
and have all these shows. Like for every great show there is on Netflix, there's like two or three of them that will be watches, right? And they need to like yeah. have, maybe have a different model. Um, I, however, use – I don't have my own Netflix account, and I am starting to feel like I need to watch everything I can as fast as I can before I get cut off, right? Before they take away my friend, my password, take away my friend's password from me. Um, oh, you don't, you don't, ha- I, oh, you don't have your own. I thought you did. I don't have my own Netflix account now. I, I have my, uh, I have a Twitter and I, no Twitter. I have Paramount and I have Hulu, and then I have some passwords from some other people that you know. It's and it's okay. Some some streamers are fine with that, but and Netflix wasn't. Well, you know now. what the funny thing is. Um, Netflix Netflix encouraged it. Netflix told people to do it. Yeah, they told they people they wanted sharing, to watch their shows. Sharing an account. What was it called? Sharing an account is love. That was a statement from yep. Netflix. <laughs> That's well, right. Well, guess, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how or what they're going to do with Netflix and everything because my outlook is this: like Junie lives with her boyfriend now. So what, because she doesn't live in this house anymore? Uh, you know, she's my daughter, so she's not going to be allowed to use the account anymore. Um, what if I'm at work? I want you to upgrade. What if, what if I'm at work? My IP address is going to be different at work than it is here. So I'm the one paying for the account in the first place, but I can't watch, Net, I can't watch Netflix on my lunch break now because I'm not at home. Which is like, doesn't that kind, kind of, of defeat the whole of... purpose of Netflix? Yeah. So I'm not sure how well, they're going to do this. If, I think if they, they even do, do you, you know how, like, when you log into Chrome and sometimes it says, like, oh, your device, should we remember this device? But they're really saying to remember mm. the site, right? They're not remembering your device. They're remembering your IP. So you're right. they got to find a way to know your yeah. device but not your IP. Um, yeah. Or they can, I guess. I guess ne- I guess Google really knows that it's know. my device, but my device is being – they've got to do that. But you're right. Like, you can't, like, let your – your, I mean, so she's not your minor child anymore, but like, what, Artie is going to go watch at his friend's house? He's like 15, right? He's not going to have his account. He's on your account. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, anyhow, I guess we have we come to the end of this week's show? We're nearing the yeah, I think end we're of good. our time. We should wrap it up. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Next week we've got the same shows, maybe a movie. We're going to watch this movie, maybe the yep. multiverse of madness. Um, actually, I haven't seen Secrets of Dumbledore yet either, and I know Jamie's waiting for me to see it. If only to talk on chat with her about it. Done that either. Um, I was working like crazy for. The, I worked every single day in the month of April without a day off. Um, every Saturday, every Sunday, Easter Sunday, you name it. And now May is my time to be like, you know what? I think I'm going to just go to the movies on Thursday. So I should be able to get it all in by next week. So we'll have some extra things to talk about, I guess. I mean, the good thing is we're getting if shows are going to be um, not on so much, at least we're getting into movie season. Having to talk about. There is that. So. Right. All right. Well. By the way, have I thought, a good by week. Way, I have to say, I thought of you and Alyssa yesterday. Um, some like Southwest Airlines had a sale yesterday. They were the first airline to, to 
one of the first like small airlines in America, like these small regional airlines, to fly to have a nonstop flight to Hawaii or whatever. Anyway, they had some kind of Hawaii sales. Oh, really? It was insanely cheap to buy a ticket to Hawaii, but you had to buy it yesterday only, and you had to fly in like September, October of this year. And I was like, I can't get my brain around that. It's just too much thinking to book a four-hour flight to Hawaii. So, but I thought of you guys because I was like, oh, if only there was a convention in Hawaii this fall, yeah. we could go to it, right? But not. Anyway, thought of you guys. Yeah. Hawaii. So, all right. All right. So next all right. week. So we'll uh, do it again next week. All right. Have a good week, Karen. Thanks. Good night. Bye. Tell us a happy Mother's Day. I will. All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.